This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. What is the hobby that you've picked up during the pandemic? 651-641-1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on MyTalk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi. How are you doing over there, Trainer? Good. Good. Um, now that it's been almost a year that we've been experiencing this um, pandemic and the change and upset and upheaval in our lives with a little more time at home. A lot of times, early on, a lot of people picked up some some, uh, hobbies. I almost said habits. Hobbies. Well, Well, they probably turned into habits by now. So then I'm wondering, what is that hobby for you? 651-641-1071. We did get a tweet from Brenda who said my pandemic hobby baking and I did also try making pickled eggs. They were really good. Oh. And she sent us pictures of food that know. will you just make want it? your mouth water. That like, what is that? A Swiss cake roll? Mm, looks like it. Yeah. Yes, please. Ooh, yum. Thank you for sending it our way. Also, your bread is beautiful. Uh, six, bread is beautiful. Six, five, one, six, four, one, one, oh, seven, one. What's been your pandemic hobby? Bradley? What? What's your pandemic hobby? Oh, um, much like Brenda, bread is my pandemic hobby. And just baking in general, like projects, kitchen projects of you know, all kinds. What's interesting to me is you've always identified more as a cook than a baker. Mm-hmm. But you really have embraced this bread experience <laughs> over the pandemic, which to me is far more scientific than regular baking. Yeah, you know, it is like regular baking. To me, there's a difference between like sourdough uh, bread baking and then like traditional cakery and baking and stuff, which I also have had some fun doing. But the sourdough bread thing to me, it's like, um, I'm going to, it's going to sound real nerdy, but it's like a, it's like, <laughs> say it. It's like a relationship you're having with. You know, the sourdough. So it's not like you don't have to be super like type A. You don't have to be a Virgo to make sourdough bread. I mean, you you have to like think everything You don't have to be a Virgo to make sourdough. Sorry, it was a poem. Is it rhymes? Oh, I was like trying to figure out what did I miss? Yes, but you, you do have to use math and that's been interesting. Like I get to like think in terms of grams and numbers and percentages and things. But, like, it's also about, like, looking and feeling and smelling. <laughs> like, you just have to w- I mean, learn I how to like work with I feel like stuff got real sexual right there. This weekend, I learned all about the poolish. Excuse me? What? You dropped out of frame. There's something called a poolish. You're lying. No. 
And I learned about it this weekend, and I tried it, and I actually made, like, this is a piece of my poolish bread. <laughs> Please don't show me a piece of your poolish. It's just another way to, it's a pre-ferment. It's a, it's unlike, it's not sourdough, but it's like sourdough in a different way. 651-641-1071. What's your pandemic hobby? Who do we have on the line, Holly? Let's start with Bonnie. Hello, Bonnie. Hi, Bonnie. Bonnie, did you pick up a pandemic hobby and learn how to make poolish? Bonnie, what's your pandemic hobby? My hobby is stenciling on wood pallets. Wow, oh, that's specific. More. It's it's so much fun. You use a stencil, so it doesn't take a lot of talent. All you have to do is pick the colors you want to use, and I sometimes add a little extras to them. My husband makes the pallets and and color washes them. And then what that's do you just a lot of fun. What do you do with them when you're done with them? Well, I own a small business, so we've been putting some of them up where I work, mm. and the rest of them I'm just, uh, I don't know, going to give them for gifts or something. I love that. You could open a little Etsy shop. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Thank you, Bonnie. Thanks, that's Bonnie. That's so cool. Like, I do, so that's like my second question that I have for people, is if you are making something that you don't have need for or yeah, room for, it? what do you do with it? Yeah. Uh, Holly, who else do we have on the line? Let's go to Anne. Hello, Anne. Anne, what's been your pon- pandemic? Your pandemic. It's from Your pandemic hobby. Yes, it's very fancy. It might <laughs> even be French. I'm sorry. <laughs> No, okay, I know people color, and there's this craze, you know, of coloring, but the books I love to color are the swear ones, the swear word ones. I love those, too. I love them. (laughs) That's like the perfect way to get your feelings out, right? I know. I think my pandemic frustration goes into them. Yeah. That's a good place for them to go. Are you? Yes, so I can go and just do that, but yeah. Well, I do that at home, though, not at work. Yeah, okay, probably thank a good you for idea, clarifying. Thank you for uh, and your work. Thank you so much, yeah, for all the hard work you're doing uh, in the middle of all of this. And um, color on. Um, so you kind of do this, Colleen, right? Okay, so uh, you guys, I have a problem. Um, and the first step is admitting it, right? Yeah, so well, I can... we were made fully aware of it this morning. I have gotten, I've embarked on a journey of paint by number. <laughs> Not just any paint by numbers. Okay, so really quick, I started this on um, Christmas Eve. I did. I started a paint by number. I did a really quick little work, and I loved what it so much. It was just like um, it was a small. It was a small. I was like, maybe that's like a thing. No, it's not. I'll have a little work. No, um, it was a small one, and I was like, oh, I love that. That was relaxing. So then I did another one that was a little bit bigger, like a bigger canvas, but it was still easy because there were only like twenty colors, and there wasn't a lot of. So then I was like, okay, I'm ready to graduate. So I had a canvas, and it is surprisingly inexpensive to have this done. It's like, I think it's like $30 or less. Oh, that's cheap. Um, For the canvas and everything? I had, yeah, I had a I had a paint-by-number made from a picture of my family. So I am presently painting a paint-by-number of and my family. it's really cool. It's super cool. I mean, it looks very photorealistic. This one is hard, though, because there's a lot of, like, little nuances, tiny little colors, and you have to really, like, focus. And I change... Okay, you don't care. I did change strategies. What does that mean? Well, 
it used to be the way. Okay, this is going to get boring for people. I don't care. I'll let you know. I used to. I know you will. I used to go like number by number. So I'd like start with one and I would paint all the ones in the whole thing. And then I'd go to two. All the browns. And then I realized that is not a strategy for something so big with so many small little numbers. Yeah. So then I started doing this thing where I would just go section by section and I would just go through all the numbers in that section and then I'd move on to the next section. And that has been like the game changer. How many different colors? This one has 36 colors. Jeez. Yeah. And like, for example, my hair, because of the way in this photograph, the light hits my hair. There's like 15 colors just in my hair. Oh, wow. So like I'm doing, you know, if I'm doing myself or my same with my son, Matt was apparently in a shadow, my husband. And so he looks headless. Now, what what we should also point out is luckily, because I was a little concerned when you said this was a family portrait. I was like, how's this going to look with Mm -hmm. faces? Mm -hmm. You picked a photo where you're all, it's from the back. Yeah. So you don't have to worry about painting like noses. That was on purpose. That was on purpose. But the thing about paint by number is it's so like precise. Like it's so easy to tell what to put where. Like you don't have to be an artist, but when I put it up on my wall, it's going to be so impressive. Did you, um, where did, like, do you want to tell people where you bought this so they can do their own? It's um uh it's a lot of people don't know how to get to this website. It's called Amazon.com. Oh god. <laughs> you so all you had to do was just upload a photo right yeah. on Amazon? Yep. Oh, that's awesome. It was so awesome and you guys I it is the most relaxing. I did do it during our morning meeting this morning at home. Yeah. I'm obsessed. I we can't know, stop. Cuz she's like, "What did I put on the list today? I can't be bothered. Okay. I have to finish my painting." Also, can we just also when I got to work today, when we started the show, I was writing a list. You were. And Bradley... I was, I was like, please tell me you didn't bring Bradley thought I brought it in. I was like, no, I'm just writing a regular list, like a grocery list, just jotting some stuff down that's occurred to me. No, no I get I it, though. Once you once you get obsessed with something, you tend to go all in. And right? I, I know something about that behavior. So Thank you. I fully support this endeavor, especially if it keeps you out of trouble. Trust me. There will be more. Your family might complain. I but. also have two on deck, FYI. What? Oh, you mean like other... I have two blank wow. canvases. Uh, that have actual pictures on them? Yeah. Wow. That are ready to be... Have you ever painted? 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 No, like, I'm terrible. I'm not an artist. Do you think this will make you want to paint? No. This is my only talent, is paint by number. Okay. But is that I a talent, will... really? Yes, it is. I I am getting to this point where I'm like, I'm going to commission some of these. Like, give me a picture. Why are you looking at me like that? But isn't the joy? Are you going to sign it? Yeah, maybe. (laughs) But also, isn't the joy doing it yourself and not having somebody else do it for you? I don't know. To me, it's. But I want to. I'm going to run out of wall space. I got to start giving some of these suckers away. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show. Hillsong is in trouble. Mm, yep. We'll tell you about it after this on My Talk 107.1. We got to talk about Hillsong. They are in trouble. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 107.1. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Hello. What's happening? Well, so you know Hillsong. That's a church. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, other people have, uh, questioned perhaps some of the practices of this organization. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I get are emotional. You, are you choked up about I am. this? I'm sorry. But we most 
often bring up Hillsong in the context of Carl Lentz, mm-hmm. their now defunct former leader, who's getting uh, defunky uh, on the West Coast, I think, trying to make well, a Well, he was comeback. getting defunky, and that's, you know, why he ended up being fired. Okay. Well, yeah. Okay. So they tried to mm, make all their problems go away with the the departure of Mr. Lentz. However, it turns out, according to the New York Post, Judgment Day appears to have come earlier than anticipated for the scandal-ridden megachurch. Anyway, um, what, what I know is what they're telling us, which is that the Wall Street Theater Company, which Hillsong's Connecticut branch rented for its weekly services, is now suing the church for over $100,000. Now, okay, interesting. Who cares in the grand scheme of the world right now? Why would we care? Well, here's what I found interesting. Suing for $100,000, alleging, among other things, unpaid rent, which seems mm. understandable if you're suing for a monetary amount. Also, the theft of venue property, which I can tell you about in a moment. Ooh. And, quote, immoral, oppressive, and unscrupulous actions. Okay, so I'm loving this for a couple of reasons. Yeah. Number one, when Carl Lentz was unceremoniously let go yeah. from Hillsong, um, I think we all speculated, and I think some people said as much, that this was going to be sort of the, uh, that, that he was sort of taking the fall mm-hmm. for some other things that were bubbling up below the surface. And there was some hope that that would be the thing that they could continue to point to, to make it look like they had, uh, you know, swept, swept the floor of any moral wrongs. But we always knew there was going to be something else yeah, below there's, this. There's obviously other shady stuff going on. And we've talked about the other shady stuff from some former members um, who say it's not just Carl Lentz. He was maybe just the, you know, the pussy boil, uh, the the Ish. pussy head on the boil of, of this. Sorry. Um, the word pus is just. Pus. Thank you. Speaking of which, I was scrolling through an article, and you know how sometimes you get these like pimple popper, like clickbait things that show up, like in an ad. Like I don't know what indication I ever gave Honey, the internet. I don't get those. Okay. I think you. Get no, lucky. you do. Trust me, because they're always the ones that you see at the end of a story, and it's like this weird thing. Uh, came out of this lady, and then you click on it, and it's just like a pimple popper. Or they'll say, like, Mary Tyler Moore suffered from this horrible disease that nobody knew about. Yeah, it's sh- just clickbaity. Well, anyway, I was scrolling. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah I yeah. do get that. I knew you'd get there. Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. We're all busy, and with Factor, eating fresh, never frozen, chef-crafted meals has never been simpler. Two minutes is all you need to heat and eat wherever you are. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals each week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash btpod50 and use code btpod50 to get 50% off. That's code btpod50 at factormeals.com slash btpod50 to get 50% off. 
This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Okay. Um, but anyway, I was scrolling through this article and there was one of these videos and it was literally video of somebody like a pimper popple. Pimple popper. Pimple popper. Mm-hmm. Popping a pimple as it was all oozy. And I was like, don't she, make me look no, at that. I did not ask for that. that into my eyeballs. I should be able to uncheck the box. Yeah. For like oozy sores. Agreed. Anyway, yeah. back to Dear algorithm. Yes. No oozy sores yeah. for me. No well now all the times I've said oozy sore in front of my phone, it's I'm gonna over. be getting all sorts That's, of they think you want it. They think you're asking for anyway, it. Anyway, back to Hill Song. So um this all goes back to this contract that they signed with a theater, and we know that they've been using, um, like, because it's a very theatrical performance, so mm-hmm. it's apt that they've been using these the- theater spaces. Well, apparently, the way they behave behind the scenes and in business is not uh, particularly godly, mm-hmm. if you will. Um, so, among other things, the, the uh, this particular theater is claiming that Hillsong removed a bunch of equipment that belonged to the theater and then refused to return it. Quote, a source with knowledge of the situation claimed, Hillsong just ghosted the theater. When the theater sent them a bill, they responded saying they were a small nonprofit and couldn't pay for it and that they didn't owe it because of the pandemic. So not only that, uh, the insider goes on to say that Hillsong expressed no interest in resolving the problem with the theater. Again, Mm. this is a small business in the midst of a pandemic. But, quote, it wasn't even a little bit of, hey, let's try to work this out. It was just go bleep yourself and, oh, go bleep yourself. That's what the source says who wants to remain anonymous for fear of retribution. They don't want to be targeted by this group. Um, I think that what you said earlier is the thing that is the most important, which is when you say they're being accused of some ungodly things or... You could also say unchristian things. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's important to pay attention to that stuff. Well, yes, you want to pay attention to that stuff. And there's also a separate lawsuit that the Australia-based megachurch is facing in Australia. A $20 million Ugh. lawsuit where owners of 300 Sydney apartments allege that Hillsong and the construction firm it hired to build their housing co- complex made their home structurally unsound. Ooh, that sounds familiar. Yeah. Doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Scientology. Thank you. Thank you. Read my mind. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we've got some celebrities behaving badly. Uh, we call them D-bags. D-bags. And we want to tell you about them after this on My Talk 1071. Oh, celebrities behaving badly. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071. Streaming live at mytalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. And uh, these are your D bags. D bags. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Who's your D bag, Bradley? Suzanne Summers. Oh, what? Come on, knock on our door. Come on, knock on our door. 
She'll sit on you. Oh, really? Is she into that? What? She likes um, crouching in a bush. That's true. Our good friend and bush croucher, Suzanne Summers, and her husband, Alan Hamill, are my D-bags for today. Can you imagine why? It's a twofer. Does it have anything to do with the place that they're selling in Palm Springs? No. Oh, okay. No, actually. Sorry. Wow. That one went on a little long? I thought maybe you'd get... The correct answer. Do you want to try again? Um, Why would Suzanne Summers be in D-bag headlines? Because she's talking about her sex life. Yes, there you go. There you go. That's the gobble of correctness. That's the gobble of Suzanne Summers' libido. Mm. <laughs> oh, God, Holly. <laughs> Holly, put you, that away. You played the turkey sound okay. effect. <laughs> um, I saw this headline... And, uh, well, it changed my life forever. How Suzanne Summers and her husband, Alan Hamill, keep the spark alive after more than 40 years oh my gosh, of marriage. You know why you never have to wonder the answer to this question? Because we've seen it exactly. a thousand times. Because they're all but doing it live for us to enjoy. Yeah, I mean, literally, there will be a QVC segment uh, coming up where she's dry <laughs> humping sexting. Alan Hamill's leg. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, Alan, oh, Alan. Anyway, quote, says the Us oh Weekly gosh. Magazine article, we give each other a lot of attention. That that seems simple, but you'd be amazed at how many couples don't remember to give each other a lot of attention. It's not like a chore for us. I love to hug him and I love to rub his oh, hair. I I didn't think he tells me hug. I'm... What? I wasn't sure you were going to say hug. He tells me I'm beautiful all the time, and we hold hands while we sleep. It's the most beautiful part of my life. Sometimes, says Summer, the pair will actually lock hands all night long, adding, I'll wake up, and we're holding hands all the time. No, 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 no. that's not real. That that is a lie. You guys, but they love each other. (sighs) Do you know what the secret to their success is? Their their evening-long hand-holding? Close. Date night. We date every night. I think dates are really important, says Suzanne, especially in long-term marriages. You Not know, every night! Versus yeah. short-term marriages. Can I just say something? Not every night. What do they talk about? Like, because, I, you know, like, I spend, I love my husband. We have been married for 18 years, almost 19 years. We spend, well, lately all our time together. Yeah. And there just comes a time where you're like, I feel like we've covered everything. Yeah. In you fact, the, to me, the mark of a successful relationship is that you are able to occupy space and never communicate exactly. with each other. And you feel absolutely 100% fine with it mm-hmm. and connected. Or, or like last night, you're screaming at the top of your lungs because somebody won't stop complaining about the thing that they've been complaining about since the day you met and it ain't going to change so you better just deal with it and let it go and not bring it up every five seconds (laughs) right like what i'm saying is yeah like love is not always about holding hands all night long dry humping each other Mm -hmm. uh or squatting in a bush outside your million dollar home yeah quote uh, as I started to say, mm-hmm. we date every night. I think dates are really important, especially in long-term marriages. So here's a date. Would you like to know what a date is with Alan Hamill oh, and Suzanne Summers? I can't Summers? wait to hear. It's 5 o'clock. And that's when I stop working 
and he stops working. Or I'll do a Facebook Live show. I go to work from 5 to 6. But on the nights that I don't have a Facebook Live, we meet at Big Al's Bar. That's the bar at our house. Okay. And he mm-hmm. pours me a stiff tequila of clear. I bet that there's something else. To- oh, sorry. What? Well, she'll sell that to you. Mm-hmm. No, but listen. <laughs> it's SponCon. She's telling us, listen, we meet at Big Al's Bar. That's the bar at our house. And he pours me a stiff tequila of clear because clear has little to no sugar and a lot of ice. We, I don't know. Are they selling that or something? Okay. Well, it sounds not. like they are. Uh, We sip tequila, listen to music, sometimes we dance. Now that I have full mobility after my neck injury, I love dancing and we dance. Was that a spot? Was that like SponCon for her neck surgeon? (laughs) No, I I thought the clear thing was like. I think it was. uh, It doesn't matter. During this quarantine, you can't have people over. So it's just two of us. And I look forward to it around four o'clock every day. Start looking forward to it. Okay. You know what? I, I love Suzanne Summers for her cockeyed optimism and cockeyed uh, Alan Hamill worship. Like, we, sure, but nobody, but nobody who has been together that long truly feels that way. I don't care how many bioidentical hormones you're taking. Right. Right. Like, or, or you feel that way sometimes, but not all the time. Yeah. It's, that's just, life and you know here's the thing okay and also can i just be clear mm-hmm. if that is oh the case, are you getting paid by by the tequila <laughs> clear, yes but i would like to be clear in that if that is the case that you are the like unicorn relationship that you two do actually that's you all the time shut up because yeah. none of us the rest of us are so that's the, what i was about to say is the thing that is so irritating about how she talks about it all the time is that there's an there's a piece of it that sort of tries to normalize that that doesn't set yeah you're right that does not sound normal because one of two things is true it's lies yeah which i kind of tend to believe it is right or it's true and so unique and un unrelatable to everybody else that right. she's you know not aware that it sounds like a bunch of hogwash yeah yeah, I'm not here for this. And that's not to say I don't love, man. I also, love. I, can I be honest though? If I lived in her home in Palm Springs, um, and I could be in the house with my spouse and maybe well, yeah. not see them, that's also like being yeah in a separate city, right? Because you're in a multi-million-dollar estate, right? Like I will say today. So in the mornings, I work at home. I'm a painting. <laughs> Yeah. No, but but when I'm working and uh, then we have our meeting and then I come into work uh, to the actual office, my husband is working from home all the time. And he said to me today, we were kind of like dancing around, not really dancing, not like Suzanne Summers, but like doing our regular morning dance in the kitchen of like, I'm doing this and he's doing this. And we're. he said, I really like just having your presence here. And oh. I said, thank you. That's lovely. I like to leave and come back to you. <laughs> Yeah, because there there is something to that. Being apart is a good thing in any relationship. Yeah, or if you're, I mean, I will say, like my mother and her husband, they are together constantly, twenty four seven, and they seem to thrive in that environment. It's not to say I don't appreciate that people get along in different ways, but the way Suzanne Summers, as a celebrity, every five minutes is telling you how 
horny yeah. and how successful and how full of love her relationship is, I don't buy it anymore. Yeah. Like, you are either lying to us like you did with the, the butt Pfizer, what was it called? Pfizer Master. And then there was the butt master. The butt master. Squeeze, Never forget. Squeeze, squeeze your way mm-hmm. to shapely hips and lies. Oh, <laughs> I there like you what you go. did there. Um, it's just like, it ain't like much like your, you know, it's just not, it's not believable. It do, I don't believe I'm, it. Either. I'm not buying it. Nobody holds hands all day long because guess what? Your hands get sweaty. Oh, when you're sleeping? It's like, no. Holding hand for 10 minutes, maybe that's okay, yeah. but that's even asking. Also, a little doesn't too much. your hand start to kind of go dead after a little while? Yeah. Like, when you're holding hands <laughs> with so somebody. It's your life, but that's like, just. Like, suddenly yeah. you just are yeah. like, it's like you, you feel detached from your hand. You're just like, oh. It ceases to be fun or sexy. Yeah. You're right, Holly. Ten ten minutes tops. If that. If that. And ten minutes is a long time. Mm -hmm. Did I ever tell you guys about how when my husband and I... So frequently when you are getting married in the church, there is a component of it that is like um, a counseling session with... A pastor, sure. but there's also uh, I we went through like a retreat. We we did a retreat with a bunch of other couples that were getting married, and one of the things they had us do on this retreat was hug for five minutes. No, no, no. Why, no, no, you guys? No, 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 it no, was. No, no, nope. We still laugh about it because it was like the first like twenty seconds of a hug feels fun. And then you're in a room full of people who are all hugging for five minutes, oh, and it no, just God. gets oh, to oh, be. I'm getting hives just thinking about it. <laughs> it was super awkward. It's like when they say, no. "Like, like, let's do team building." Nope, nope. Then we run. Nope. That's when we run. Like team building or like other buzzwords, like let's get to know each other. Go around the tape. Nope, no. no. Uh-uh. Let's break into small groups and share. Uh-uh. No, nope, not nope. doing I it. I don't want to share. So are you, what I'm hearing is the five minute hug does not sound like fun. Hell to you guys. no! I'd be like, I don't need a marriage that bad. <laughs> no, nope. I will say we we were laughing. Like I don't know what the other couples. I mean, that was one of those moments where I'm looking around the room and I'm like, is anybody into this? Like I'm hugging my spouse, well, Suzanne Summers, and um, they would have had to get a room. Man, yeah. even special hugs lasting more than five, five minutes oh, is a little. Too I mean, much. congratulations if. You've got a special hug. Well, Alan, Amel, Alan, Alan Hamill and Suzanne Summers' special hugs oh, definitely last. They're tantric. For hours. Oh. They are tantric. Now, they're both hooked up to, you know, equipment during this experience, I'm sure. And a bunch of hormones taken prior to the experience. I just feel like there would be a lot. There, she probably has like a gallon-sized <laughs> personal... Um, <laughs> Bioidentical hormone lubricant pump <laughs> that she just keeps next to her. Back. Oh my gosh! Look at the time. Guess what? I didn't get to my D bag, and I have a D bag double down. So we're gonna super D bag after we're this. Super size that D bag. We're, we're gonna hug for five minutes after this on the Colleen no. and Bradley show on my talk one oh seven one. Thank you, Holly. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi. And uh, we do have more D bags. Mm. Uh, let's just call it a D bag yeah, double we, down. Yeah. Yeah. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag. 
of the day. Okay, so who's your D-bag from the last segment, which we spent way too much time talking about Suzanne Summers during? Uh, can I get a little bing bong? Because it's a frequent flyer. Her name is Kelly Kylie Jenner. Oh. I had to search for which Kardashian Jenner it was for a moment there. Um, Kylie Jenner, frequent flyer, bing bong. And she's flying Kylie Air because she flew Kylie Air to Turks and Caicos. Oh, of course she did. Uh, completely ignoring some COVID-19 restrictions. They don't have restrictions. Rich people don't have restrictions. Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Well, that's what we learn. Yeah. Do you want to know what the purpose of this girl's trip was? What was the purpose of this trip? To celebrate Stormy's third birthday. Oh, wait a minute. Why did they have to go to Turks and Caicos? Because that's what rich people can do when um, they grow tired of all of the real estate that they have and their pools uh, and their beaches. They take their private jets to other beaches and other pools and other rich people places. So Kylie, to celebrate her daughter's third birthday, remember Stormy is three and she got a vacation for her birthday. Of course she did. Yeah. She, Kylie, Stormy, Kim, Courtney, Chloe. Oh, these are all the people that went. Yeah. Kylie, Stormy, Kim, Courtney, Chloe, Dream, True, Penelope, and North, and Chicago. Well, that's a lot of people. It was the sisters and their kids. They all went to Turks and Caicos to celebrate Stormy's birthday. Also, Kylie brought along Stasi and another one of her besties, Victoria. They flew on Kylie's jet. They had a great few days celebrating Stormy. And then they went back home to have more birthday celebrations for Stormy in L.A. Think about um, being three years old and getting a vacation and more parties for your birthday. Yeah. So when I, I think every birthday under the age of five, I'm just going to cap it there, is really more about the parents than a it is percent. about the child. Um, feel free to correct me if I'm wrong under that assumption, which means that this was really just a chance for all of them to fly off to Turks and Caicos. Yeah. Also, like I am again, I just I hate to like covid shame, quote unquote. But like, do you I, I have a serious question? Like, do you think that they're all at least testing before they go on this trip? I, I'm sure that they are, because I do think that that's one of the things about the car. Well, here's the other thing. I wouldn't be surprised if 
the Kardashians didn't like already get their first round of vaccines. Well, that would be shocking. Rounds. Yeah, that would be shocking because so, presume uh, probably it is likely <laughs> that um, they sh- they shouldn't be at the front of the line. I don't know how old Kris Jenner is, but so I read this article in I believe it was like the Hollywood Reporter, perhaps. Um, that talked about how it is basically the Hunger Games to get. I mean, there are people bribing yeah. doctors. Oh, for, for sure, untold amount of amounts of money in Hollywood to try to get their vaccine to get the vaccine before anybody. Sadly, else. it does not surprise me. Not even a little bit. And so, think about what we already know about the Kardashians. So, and you, how what they you're operate. saying is they've probably already been vaccinated. Yeah, so. and they probably think that that's you know all well and good then you know so i yeah they're living in a whole different world than the rest of us are when it comes to their relationship with covid do we just like talk about them then as if that's not like a completely bizarre and sad reality everything about every single thing about how they have conducted themselves through this entire pandemic has been Well, they've really kind of given the world a middle finger. Big time. Because you'll remember that it goes all the way back to... Oh, gosh. I mean, just where do you even begin? I can just think of all the different times when they were like, yeah, the rules don't apply Kim's to us. birthday party. Yeah. I mean, they've done they they had a, an actual party in Vegas. One of them did. I can't, well, Kylie her, for her birthday, I think. Kim's birthday party, like of all of them, that was like the one where they all went to the South Pacific, yeah. I think. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. And then Kendall Jenner had a birthday party in That's Hollywood. Yep. And that the rumor was is that there was an agreement that you wouldn't post it on social media. That's but that everybody did because they didn't want people to find out that they were having the party right and then there was of course their big halloween party maybe that was the same party and then that was the thing that made chloe proactively say we're not having our big christmas bash this year and it's really sad and then they did anyway but they did anyway yeah right so the whole thing has just been ridiculous like the rules do not apply to them don't worry about it uh also really quick can i get a little gooper scoopers up in here Here come the Gooper Scoopers, they are gonna find you stuff that's dumb on Goopa, Scoopa, Goopa, Scoopa. That's just what they do. Goopa, Scoopa, Goopa, Scoopa. Cause there's always stupid stuff on Goop. Goop herself, Gwyneth Paltrow's um, friend, or a source close to her, is telling OK Magazine... That she and Brad Falchuk, who tied the knot just two short years ago, are taking mini breaks away from each other so they can spice up their marriage. Okay. This is a lie. Quote, the love is there, but they've been stuck in a rut lately. So Gwyneth has come up with a Stuck in a rut? Excuse me? After two years. Well, also, have you met the world in the last year? Right. Who's in a rut? I mean, we're all like... The we're rut. in a global we're in- rut. Yes, thank you. Uh, so Gwyneth has come up with a solution to shake things up and rev up the passion. Uh, they apparently are taking some time away from each other so they can spice things up. There's definitely tensions um, within the household. And they have the added dynamic of step parents. And so there's a lot of stress that comes with trying to recalibrate to the new normal and new level of proximity. This seems like a bunch of lies. But why do you think we're talking about these lies? I don't know. But I honestly, I think probably it's a way of 
I bet that we will start to see them separately or there might be some rumors about them not being together and this is trying to cut those rumors off at the pass perhaps yeah but i don't know if you i mean maybe you would do that with okay but i just wonder if there's something else going on like like they've got a project or she's got a thing that they're trying to get attention for could be could be the source says taking time apart to get closer sounds like a recipe for disaster to their friends but then again gwyneth has never done things the conventional way um, and then there's this like quote that's attributed to Gwyneth Paltrow where she quote thinks she's quoting Brene Brown that will make your eyes roll. Oh, I'm sure. But I'm not going to share it because it's just, well, okay, fine. She's like, haters are irrelevant to me. This is Gwyneth Paltrow talking. Yeah. It's like Brene Brown says, I'm not making this work for people who aren't in the arena, which is a take on, um, a quote that Brene Brown leans into uh, in one of her books that was by, I believe it was Teddy Roosevelt first. Yeah. Oh, wow. That was deep. I know. She says, haters don't mean anything to me because they are not my people. You're no longer fertile. You're no longer A-B testing all your behavior and all your stuff out there in the world because you're done. You don't give a bleep. You're like, this is me. I don't know what that means. I don't know, but that just seems really bitter. She read some books and she had some stuff to say and congrats to her. Okay, good job. I've been reading some books. Books are good. Good for you. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, what's the most important part of making the perfect sandwich. Yeah. 651-641-1071. We will take your calls after this on My Talk 1071. Important holiday PSA. Do not sleep on Old Navy's jingle jammies. From iconic plaids to candy cane stripes to merry elves, Old Navy has every festive pajama print for the fam at prices that would make even Santa jealous. Want to match everyone in Buffalo checks, even your dog? Go for it. Sorry, not sorry. But these PJs sell out fast. So pop by an Old Navy store or visit OldNavy.com. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.